Hallelujah. 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 We praise the Lord. We bless your name, Lord God. We honor you, Lord God. We magnify you, Lord God. We speak your faith, Lord God. We praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We come to worship you, Lord. We come to worship you, O God. Hallelujah. 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 In the presence of the living God. Our God is a living God. Stay to your feet today. I want you to stay to your feet in the presence of the Lord. You know, in the old days when they came into the presence of the Lord, everybody was standing up. So we praise him today because he is not dead. He is alive. He's alive and well. And he is alive in his people. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Yes, the Lord is worthy to be praised. And we praise him today. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. 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 There's no spectators here today. We are worshipers. Hey, we come to worship the Lord today. And we are going to worship in spirit and in truth. Amen. We come to worship him. He is a good God. God is not dead. And neither are we. Hey, if you're alive today, give him some praise. If you know the Lord today, give him some praise. Give him some praise. The Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. The Lord reigns that he lives in us. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You may be seated. We just didn't want to come the way we normally come. Huh? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let me get my breath here. We praise him. Amen. All right. You hear the pastor. The Lord has called us back to worship. Huh? We're not in the church, just in the church today. We are the church. We are the church. And we've come to the house of worship. God is seeking worshipers, those that will worship him how? In spirit and in truth. We love him today because he first loves us. Amen. Praise the Lord. It is first Sunday in November. God's been good. He brought us to this day, and we come to bless him. No other reason. If you came for any other reason, forget it now. In the presence of the Lord. In the presence of the Lord, there is holiness, and there is love, and there is peace, and there is joy. God has his men at the door and his people in front of him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's all about worship today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today, we already really had our call to worship, but the word of God says, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord, praise his name, proclaim proclaim his salvation when? From day to day. We are starting a new week with the Lord today, and I don't know about you, but God is good to me. And if he's good to you, you've got something to worship him for. He is sovereign God. 
Use us, Father God, as you see fit, Father God. Use us, Father God, so that you would get the glory out of our mouth, Father God. We didn't come, Father God, for fashionable form nor show, Father God. We come to magnify you. We come to lift you up. We come to give you the praise, God. Oh, God, you're an awesome Father. You are worthy, God. You are worthy, God. You are worthy, God. I pray for everyone in the sanctuary. Lord God, I ask you to use them, Father God. Let them be attentive, Father God, what your word says. Oh, come, ye people, come into the house of the Lord. This where you will find safety, Father God. You will find healing for your old bodies, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I love you today. I love you and I worship you, Lord. I worship you, Father God. You are worthy. You are worthy, God. You are worthy and you are able, God. You are able to do exceedingly above all. We can ask, think, or even imagine, God. Oh, use us, God. Use us today, God. Use us for your glory. For your glory, Lord God. We will do anything, Father God, just to be in your presence, God. That's where we want to be, God. Found about your business, Father God. Use us today, God. Use us today, God. Let the will be done, God, on this whole earth, God, as it is in heaven, as it is in heaven. Oh, be glorified, God. Be glorified, God. Oh, God, be glorified. And all we do today, God, it's for you, God, that you be glorified. Oh, Father God, how we love you today. We love you, Lord God. We love you more today than we did on yesterday. Oh, blessed be the name of God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. I give you the glory. I give you all honor. And I give you the praise. This is my prayer for this hour. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We continue in the presence of the Lord. We worship him. We love him today. We were, we're going to have a song of worship and our praise, whatever the Spirit has given to our minister of music. Amen. As the sister said, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. So we want him to have his way in the presence of his people. We came to worship him.
Glory to God this morning. And our uh, reading scripture, Lord God, is going to be coming from um, Psalm 150. Praise God. Praise God this morning. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah, Lord. Okay, and the word reads, Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the ferment of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the sorcery and the harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with string instruments and organs. Praise him upon loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 We're going to have our prayer, our morning prayer today. Let me go ahead and finish the order of service so I can get out of the way here. We're going to have our opening prayer now for our own, very own beloved Deacon Gwen. Then we'll have pastoral observations. Then we'll come back, and again, we're all going to continue to praise and worship the Lord. Followed by that will be our altar call, God's spoken word, and it's first Sunday. So we will have our uh, communion today in the presence of the Lord. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. 
Hallelujah. You can take your seats in the presence of the Lord. We honor the presence of the Lord that is here. And we're so grateful to God for giving us this day to be in his presence. I had to take some notes so that I could uh, remember uh, what I needed to do because I had to get myself caught back up to get in the presence. I am a perfectionist, and so sometimes when I see stuff that ain't right, I get, you know, off kilter, and so I have to get back in. So I ain't saying excuse me, but I have to get get back into the presence of the Lord. Amen. I want to welcome all of our guests that are here with us today. I don't have a card, so I can't call names. Amen. But I do know we have um, a visitor, first-time worshiper, going to ask that you would stand and give us your name, amen, and church home where you reside, amen, because we're just excited. Come on, we are excited. Hallelujah. Our sisters here from Spokane, y'all are not visitors, amen, your family, you family, but um, stand and say your name because some of us have short-term memories, and we, we got, we got, we're not calling that, we got the old folk thing, amen, Judy and Ruth, now we can't forget that, Judy and Ruth, amen, amen, they travel together, Ruth and Naomi, all right, Ruth and Naomi, all right, that's good, you like that one, all right, all right. We are so glad that you came to worship with us. You came all the way from Spokane. I know you've got family and friends here, but you thought enough to stop by and be with us. So thank you so much. Amen. Amen. You can have a seat. Is there anyone on the line worshiping with us today uh, for the first time? If you're a caller and you're on Blog Talk and you are worshiping with us for the first time, we want to honor you and recognize you. Please press 1. We can bring you on live, amen, and we can, you can say good afternoon to us. While we're waiting on that, Sister Ivy, it's good to see you, amen. Just so grateful to God that you are here, amen. Sister Barbara, we honor the presence of God that's in you, amen, because I feel his presence in you. I met Sister Barbara through our family prayer line. Our family prays together every morning at 8 o'clock. And my aunt shared the line with Sister Barbara. Sister Barbara has been on the line faithfully ever since she got the number. And uh, she has just, we have just got this connection. Amen. And I appreciate you so much and love you so much. So on behalf of the entire Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church, we want to say thank you for popping in. Come on, y'all. Let's do it. Thank you for popping in. Amen. I'm going to have to have choir rehearsal so we can get that together. Amen. And so we're just truly grateful. It's good to see my twins back there. It's good to see y'all. Amen. Y'all can wave back at me. Come on. Amen. We're so grateful to God that all of you are here. And Hendrix is in the house this morning. This is his first time worshiping at Greater St. Stephen's. Amen. No, his second time. All right, he's been here before. Amen. Amen. 
So I want to uh, make a few announcements. I'm going to try to get through this really quickly. Um, let's not forget our leaders are meeting on this Saturday at 11 o'clock. Amen. So all ministry leaders here at the church Saturday at 11 o'clock. And then on next Saturday, the 18th, is our family meeting. I'm asking all members of Greater St. Stephen's to please be present at 11 o'clock so that we can talk about 2024, so we can see where the Lord is leading us and guiding us. We prayed for this. We fasted for this. And yesterday, as I was trying to nap, he just began to download so much. I had the baby, and I couldn't get a pen. I couldn't get a pencil, my tablet, my computer. So it's all on my phone, amen? And so thank God for Lonnie. Everything I put on my phone goes to my MacBook. I don't know how to use the MacBook. But thank God, amen, everything goes from the phone to the MacBook. And so it's there. And so I'm thankful to God for what he has been pouring in us and giving to us. That's the 11th, all ministry leaders at 11. The 18th is all church family, amen? Um, Black Nativity is starting on the 25th of November, and I want you all to get a date because I want to see all y'all smiling faces, amen? You can either come on that last Sunday or you can come uh, on a Friday night, but I want to see all of y'all, amen? And if we go as a group, we got a good rate, amen? And so I want to see all of your, even under your mask, I can tell when you're smiling, Amen. So we want all of you all there. I want to see all of you as we uh, present this. I was looking to see how long I've been doing this. This is like um, number eight. I think number eight or number nine. And so I'm just really excited and I'm really grateful to God. And I'm, I'm double excited because I just so happened to look at a text message and Brother Jerry, he canceled my rehearsal for today. Hallelujah. I can I go home and nap. Amen. Um, but truly, we're just thankful to God. I want to say thank you to everyone that participated in our first virtual prayer com um, revival. That's not our first prayer revival because we were having prayer revivals all the time. We've had a couple and we backed down because of COVID. And we used to bring Pastor Joe Hall here from Louisiana, and he preached the craziness out of all of us. Amen. And then we moved to um, Bishop, um, um, Pastor um, Elder Mitchell coming and talking and teaching to us about prayer. Prayer is essential. Let me say that again. Prayer is essential. And if you don't know how to pray, this is the best place to learn how to pray. Because we don't pray. If we don't do nothing else, we are going to pray. Amen. So prayer is essential, and so um, I'm thanking all of you. Um, Wednesday night was wonderful. Thursday night, Apostle Matt, his word was so profound, and it was right on time. I did not tell him nothing but the theme. I don't believe in talking to the preacher before the preacher get up to preach. Because it ain't about what I need, need. It's what I need to hear from God. What, what the Lord wants his people to hear for such a time as this. And I want you to understand that what he said on 
Thursday night was timely. It's everything we've been reading in Revelation. It's everything we've been studying in the Sunday school lesson. It's everything that we've been talking about ever since, um, what, June, July, August or something. So it's it's all right on time. It's all the rhema word. Mother, come on up. You and Brother Gene, come on up. Get on that row in front of Mother Kimmins and sit on in the middle over there. Amen. It's good to see Mother Diane. Amen. Amen. Her and Brother Gene, we've been praying for you, Mother. Amen. And so there's there's something I want to pause and and I I want to um, elaborate on that he said on Wednesday, on Thursday night. He talked about people having church services and how the church services just aren't the same like they used to be. I want to help paint a picture for you. I used to drive a Lexus, and the Lexus dealer, I I believe in taking my car to the dealer to get services. And now I drive a Kia. I'm going to show you the difference between an experience and a service. When I go to Kia, the one right here, the new one, um, it's a cute little door you go in, and they got a cute little counter, and then um, they've got the computer screens with your name and who your, your, your service rep is and your time, your time that's your appointment. And if you checked in, if you haven't checked in, if it's in progress, if it's finished, it rolls up on the teleprompter. And um, the guy says, uh, Miss Black, you can help yourself to some coffee and some donuts. We get our donuts fresh every morning. So I went over there to get me a donut because, you know, (laughs) that's just what we do. Um, The donut, y'all, was this big. I said, that ain't no donut. (laughs) Where the donut I'm t- it was the size of this top, right? And the coffee cups were the regular size coffee, and the cream was just some thing they had in a cup. Now, when I used to go to Lexus, mother, I'd have to drive to Beaverton. And you get out there, and you pull up, and somebody comes out to the car, and they open the door. And they say, good afternoon, Ms. Black. How are you today? I said, I'm good. How are you today? He said, good. I'm going to take you over to the desk, and Tony's going to get you service, and then I'll take you over to the waiting room, because it shouldn't take that long for us to get your oil changed. You're waiting, right? Or are you going to leave and come back? I said, no, I can, I can wait. Okay, we'll wait. So we get over. He takes me to the service desk, and he introduces me to Tony. Tony, this is Ms. Black. She has the, the cream Lexus 350, and she's here for her oil change today. I'm like, he know more about my car than I do. So I talk to Tony, and Tony tells me what they're going to do, and he shows me on the, on the paperwork, and he shows me on the computer, on the screen, that A, B, and C is going to happen, and this is the technician that's working on your car today. Tony, you know his name? 
Um, and he's going to work on your car, and this is what he's going to do, and, and, and it'll be done in about 45 minutes. And he's going to take you to the lounge, and you can have a seat, and you can wait, and um, um, you'll be, you know, we'll come back and get you when it's over. And so the little guy comes and takes me to the lounge, and when you get to the lounge, there's a counter. That's the first thing I saw was a counter. And it was um, coffee and a rack of all kind of creamers. And then there was a machine that do tea. And then if you like the espresso, the espresso drinker was over there. And then they had some bottled water. And the bottled water had a little ribbon around it that said, let <laughs> So I looked around and I was like, okay, this is cool. This is good. I want to food it. I looked over there on the other counter, and there were some um, bagels and cream cheese. Not the big bagel, but, you know, the mini bagel. And the small cream cheese. There were some apples, oranges, and bananas. <laughs> so I got my little bagel, and I got my little cream cheese, and I fixed me some coffee and put some... French vanilla cream in it. When I turned around to look to see where to sit, there were some big black leather couches, then there were some individual leather chairs, black leather chairs, and then I looked around the room and there was about four different televisions. I could watch the news, I could watch the sports, I could watch the weather, I could watch a talk show. I sat there for 45 minutes on that flesh leather couch. When the 45 minutes was up, the little guy came and got me. He said, Miss Black, your car is ready. I'll take you to your car now. Got outside to my car. The outside of it had been washed. I opened the door and the inside of it had been vacuumed out. Can you see the difference between service and experience? When people come to Greater St. Stephen, they should not get a service. They need to get an experience. And an experience is something that's going to impact your life for the rest of your life. If I, if I could afford the maintenance of the Lexus, I'd be driving a Lexus now instead of a Kia. But hey, got to do that common sense thing, you know. All changes real cheap. Don't don't take premium, take regular. Anybody been to the gas station with a premium? To with a premium, you'd be saying, "Oh my God!" All right, I wanted to share that because I want all of us to create experiences for everybody, not just our visitors and our guests, but even our members should leave here being impacted by being in our presence. All right, so that's, that's, that's what I wanted to say. I wanted to say that about that because when he said it, I wrote down some notes. I was like, oh, oh this is a good one to, to recap on. Um, it's November. Woo, woo, woo. New month and everything. Um, we do have some birthdays. And so I want to say happy birthday to our November birthdays. Um, 
Mother May sent me the list last night. Um, yeah, Elder Dante Farmer on December the 15th, November the 15th. Sister Mona McGee Brumfield on the 17th. And Sister Doris Link on the 25th. Amen. So we want to say happy birthday to all of our November birthdays. Uh, Evangelist, when you, you, the 9th and the 17th. We got to make sure you fill out the form so we can get. So you are the ninth, and Devon is the 17th. All right. We got some November birthdays in the house. Amen. Happy birthday. Amen. Uh, may God bless you. May God keep you. May He forever make His face shine upon you. May He continue to be gracious unto you. Amen. As you celebrate Him. All year long, amen, all year long. I, I heard something else. Um, I don't know who it was. Um, oh, okay. Let me go back to my thank you. Um, see, I told you all I need to write notes. Friday night at 8 o'clock, the commitment was all night prayer. And I want to thank you all for getting on the phone at your appointed time to make sure the prayer line did not be quiet. And then I want to thank you during those hours that were not your appointed time that you jumped on and prayed because prayer went on from 8 p.m. Friday to 8 a.m. Saturday. I don't think I went to sleep at all. I thought I would. You know, I got in the bed. I said, well, I'm going to take a little nap at this time because I know this one got it. <laughs> but I didn't go to sleep at all. And so I thank God for all of you. If you missed it, let me tell you, y'all need to stop missing stuff that happened around here. You need to just stop missing it. You ought to just say, it just be so good, I need to get on and be on. You didn't have to say nothing Friday or Saturday. Turn the phone on and, and leave it. I told Sister Tanya, so why you hang up? Let the phone pray over you. If you're going to sleep, just let the prayer saturate your mind. That, that, that's how stuff gets in your subconscious. Now, I know because I used to watch Cat Williams. And then the next day I wake up, I didn't want to cuss folk out because that's all he was doing was cussing people out. I watch Cat Williams and go to sleep, and you wake up the next morning, that's what's in your head. Come on now. It's the honest truth. Young people, that's the truth. So what you deposit in yourself comes out. All that TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, that is garbage. Yes, it's fun, it's entertaining, but you got to be balanced. So put some good stuff on the inside of you so good stuff will come out of you. All right, that, that was it, that was it, that was it. Okay, let me look and check that off. Thank you, birthdays. Talk about worship and service. All right, Safeway gift card. You don't have it? 
Okay. We um all right, mother. All right. Um let's pull it. Let's pull it. Who wants I know that's right, Deaconess. It's that time, ain't it? It's that time. We need it. Come on, that's why I hear some drum roll. Let's let's hear some excitement. Let's put some hands together. Let's put some hands together. Let me tell you what we're doing. Um, Sister Ivy, have you been here on the first Sunday? So what we do is we've been doing this now for a couple of years. Is we is we no, let me get it together. What we do is every first Sunday we bless a member of the house. It don't make sense to bless the community and don't bless the people that's in the house. Amen. And so we try to be a blessing to our members. And we started out at our 25th church anniversary. So this is how long we've been doing this. We started this on our 25th church anniversary. We're getting ready. You need to remind me. You should be waving a flag to say anniversary. Um, we, um, we, 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 <laughs> we, we did this at our 25th church anniversary, and we're getting ready to celebrate our 40th. So we started, we were giving everybody $25, and then folks was like, hey, you know, groceries are, the price of groceries are went up. You know, kick it up a notch. So now we're at 35 In January, we're going to go up to 40 And it's a Safeway gift card, amen? And this month, it goes to our very own Sister Tanya Jones. Amen. So, so make sure you see Mother Kim to get the card, love, all right? I did what I was supposed to do. Amen. Amen. Truly thankful to God. Um, this is the other thing I need to remember is that we worship God not only in our song, not only in the preach word, in our life, but in giving. Amen. So I want to pause now that we may worship God in our giving. And I don't want to take all day to do it. Jeremiah, uh, Gary, can one of y'all bring that offering basket up this way? Uh, we don't want to take all day to do it. Whatever you have to bring, give to the Lord, you can do it. You can also give in cash app. It's dollar sign G-S-S-M-B-C. Amen. Dollar sign G-S-S-M-B-C P-D-S. And the, or you can drop it off at the house. Come on, baby. Come on. Keep going. Make, make it quick. Make it quick. It's um, dollar sign G-S-S M-B-C P-D-X. Amen. So we are cheerful givers, and we know that God is going to just bless us. Amen. As we continue to give to the ministries. Um, I wanted to say our 40th church anniversary is coming up in August. Amen. Our 40th church anniversary is coming up in August. And so we are so excited about what the Lord is going to be doing. That date is August the 18th. August the 18th. We are asking each member for $400. Deaconess has envelopes. Deaconess Faye, can you stand up? Deaconess Faye is our chair lady, and she has envelopes. Now, you can get um, 10 envelopes. I don't know where we are now. You can get 12 envelopes, and you just give as you can get it. Or you can get one envelope and give the whole 400 now and be done. Or you can get two envelopes, give $200 now, 
And after your income taxes come, give the other 200 Amen? But she has the envelope, and I want everybody to, we've got some things we want to do around here. We want to paint both buildings, and, and we, we want to paint. This one has, has um, lead, and so it's, it's going to take a special person to come out and get the lead off of it and treat it, replace those, that board up there that the woodpecker tried to get in. Amen. And so it's going to take some money. And so we're going to we're going to, to to bring our gifts so that we can beautify the Lord's house. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Deaconess. Amen. Um, those are all the announcements that I had. It's time for praise and worship. Now, um, let me let me say this because I heard this the other night. We praise God for what He has done. We praise God for what he is doing. We praise God for what he's going to do. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So I'm going to praise you because it's coming my way. I'm going to praise you while I wait. Because I might not be ready for it. So I'm not going to get mad and have a pity party or throw a temper tantrum, but I'm going to praise you. And we worship him for who he is. Now, the way you get to know him is through the reading of his word, applying his word, obeying his word, and praying his word. I'm going to talk about that later. But we got to get to the place that we are praying the word of God. Because God is not moved when you say, my toe hurts, my foot hurts, my kids is bad, my husband ain't no good. God is like, okay, whatever, you did it. But when you say, God, I got this pain in my foot, but your word says, that is by your strike, I am healed. So God, I need you to heal this pain in my foot. God, this husband I got, this wife I got is getting on my nerves. But Lord, you said that if my husband would love me like Christ loved the church, I'm going to be a happy wife and he will have a happy life. Come on, stand to your feet. Let's give God some praise today.
Hallelujah. In the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship the Lord. It is all your call. It is time to come before the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. In the presence of God. Maybe you said for yourself today, I didn't, my name wasn't on the program, but I really wanted to pray. My name didn't go down on paper, but I got something burning inside of me. And I just really want to talk to the Lord for just a little while. I've got something that's troubling me on the inside. And I believe that God is able to work it out. Remember the old song, as we come in the presence of the Lord, forget about yourself. Concentrate on him and worship him. Somebody may need a healing today. Somebody may need a breakthrough today. But whatever you need, God stands ready to provide it to you and for you. But you must have faith to believe. You must have trust and hope that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek them. You must believe that God is who he says he is. He's the lily of the valley. He's the bright and morning star. It makes no difference what we're going through. Our God is able. In the presence of the Lord. God has made provisions already. That's why we praise him. We know what he did for us on yesterday. His ways are past finding out, so we, we can't figure out what he's doing. But one thing, we can be ready when he's ready to pour out on us his best. He's already sent his best to Calvary through Jesus Christ, our Savior. We are in the presence of the Lord now. See, when we were on the prayer line these last three days, we were in our respective places. Oh, come on, Lord God. But now we are in his presence, huh? Show him who you are. Show him who you are. If you are a worshiper, worship him. Adore him. Magnify him. And the pain and the sorrow and the agony that we feel will grow strangely dim in the presence of the almighty God. He is worthy today. In your presence, Father, we don't come just because the sisters, they come to the altar. Lord God, we come because we love you. We come, Lord God, because we need you. Lord God, we have fasted. We have prayed. We have cried unto you, Lord God. Now, Lord God, what sayest thou, O God? What do you want us to know today through this word, through this message, through the power of your spirit? Oh, God, how we thank you for the study of your word. Oh, it is a powerful word, Lord God. So, Lord God, I take this opportunity to lift up the word today. Because you spoke to me on yesterday, the word must be exalted and lifted high. Because your word is a lamp unto our feet, Lord God. It is a light unto 
our past. So, Lord God, use the woman of God today. Use the woman of God today. Let your word flow, Lord God. You said out of our village would flow rivers of living water. Two rivers of living water. Flow. Flow. And, oh God, give us ears to hear. Not through the ears of the natural man. But, Lord God, you revealed to us a few days ago when you said, let us make man in our image. You weren't talking about my skin. You were talking about my spirit. So, Lord God, we worship you in the spirit. We worship you, Lord God. We love you. We honor you now. Give us ears to hear. Ha. Give us eyes to see and faith to believe that, Lord God, you are here and there is a word from the Lord. Father, bless these, your people, now. Father, we are the sheep of your pasture. We've entered into your gates with thanksgiving. We've come into your courts with praise. Oh, God, we are thankful unto you. You, Lord, you get the glory. You get the honor. And you get the praise. And, Lord God, we will be ever so careful to always seek you in everything that we do. Because, Lord God, you've been waiting for us. Now, Lord God, we're here. Revive us. Restore us. Refresh us. Lord God, do in us according to your will. And we ask it all. Yes, Lord, touch now, touch now, touch now, touch, Lord, touch, oh God. Whatever it is you're doing, Lord God, right now, we want to say thank you for allowing us to be a part of the move of Holy Spirit in this hour of darkness. And, Lord God, we call it all done in the presence of the living God, and we bless your holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We bless you, O God. We praise your name. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. It is word time. And there is a word from the Lord on today. And let me say the purpose for coming to the altar is so that we can all have clarity to hear the word today. So that we can all be at a place to receive the word on today. And so that's why we all come to the altar, so that we can all here together, amen, and we got some visitors and guests, and well, I never go to the altar, but that's why we come to the altar, amen, and so that we can be clear and hear what the Lord is saying to us. Our Sunday school lesson, our message for today, whatever you want to call it, uh, is found in this purple book. Um, do all of our guests have a purple book? Okay, come on, experience, experience, experience. Amen. You got one? She got one. Okay. My my Ruth and Naomi over here don't have a book. 
Amen. Amen. We're on page 96. Amen. We're on page 96. We are, we are studying the whole Bible in a year. So I hope and pray that uh, you, you, you get a hold of this and you are uh, excited about what the Word of God is doing and saying to us in these lessons that have been prepared for us. Um, this lesson comes from First and Second Chronicles. And I'm short on time because we also have to serve sacraments. But I want to say this about last Sunday's lesson. Let me back up. The children of Israel were governed by kings. And not all of their kings were good kings. They had a king by the name of Manasseh who served for 50 years. Now, I'm, I'm crying about, about these folks serving four and eight. <laughs> Can you imagine this same dumb, dumb servant for 50 years? He was evil. The Bible said he was the evilest of all the kings. Our lesson last week told us that in the midst of his 50 years, they lost a book that the children of Israel were supposed to read every seven years. So every seven years, they would come together, like we gathered together at the altar. They would get together at the Ahava River, or they would get together at the, the gate, and the priest would read from the book of the law. That's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, the first five books of the Bible. And that, the, the law told people how to live and how not to live, what to do and what not to do. And so for 50 years, this book had been lost. I'm going to let it sink in. Now, if we lose the rules and regulations, how are we going to know what to do? How are we going to know the difference between right and wrong? Because in 50 years, a whole lot of folk was born. A lot of folk turned 18. I'm just trying to keep it real because, you know, at 18, we think we grown. I can do what I want to do because I'm 18. Better stay 17. Because that, that, that turning 18 and 19 and 20, that ain't no joke. So Manasseh was king. He was evil. They lost the book. The youngest king ever to serve Judah, Israel, his name was Josiah. And he was eight years old. And Josiah was playing around in the temple. And he messed around and found that lost book. And at eight years old, he read the book, and it grieved his heart. My grandfather wasn't concerned about us, that he didn't even bother to look for this book and read this book to us. Don't lose this book. 
If you can't see it, find something to play it on. If you can't hear it, then read it. But you should not lose the word of God. For the word of God gives us direction. It gives us correction. It helps us to stay right before him. And it helps us to love each other. And it helps us to love ourselves. All the children should have a Bible, their own Bible. They don't know how to read, get it and act like you know how to read it. But make it a habit, all right? Let's talk about First and Second Chronicles, and I'm going to try to get out y'all's way. Chronicles was written to encourage the people that God had something great in store for them. Do you believe that God has something great in store for you? Chronicles was written to remind them of God's promise that endured in spite of their faithfulness. Faithfulness. God's promise endures in spite of our faithlessness. Had to get it right. God's promise endures. I said this the other day. God don't lie. God don't repent, and he don't go back on his word. He don't, he don't forget what he said. And he knows thoughts towards us that we don't even know about. And he's such a good God that even in our faithlessness, he still blesses us. Chronicles was written to show God, the people, the power of a great God. We serve a great God, and he is powerful. First and second Chronicles talk about the reign of David and Solomon. Now, in first Chronicles, we learn about David. This is not the David before First Chronicles. The David before First Chronicles was a liar, a murderer, an adulteress, a fornicator. That David. But in First Chronicles, we find a, 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 a David who's really had his heart transformed. A David who has said, I'm going to sell out for God. I'm going to live for him and him alone. I'm going to serve him and him alone. I'm going to live for God no matter what. I'm not going to let my past mess up my future. That's the David we find here. In First Chronicles, we find David being a leader. We find David being a true worshiper. We find David being a man after God's own heart. So I want to tell you folks here today, I want to remind us that our past is not our future. Don't let nobody bring up your past. Remind them of your future. David here, uh, we'll see it in the scripture, 1 Chronicles chapter 15, but I just want to set this up a little bit so that we can get a good understanding. 
you know that David is in the line of the priesthood that, that brought forth the, the, the Messiah. Jesus came, Jesus was related to David. That's what that means. He, he, was, it was, he was like a great, 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 great. 42 generations. Well, that's a lot, right? So David was related to Jesus, and so he had to get his act together. He had to get his act together so that what God had perfect for his life for Jesus to come so David could be in that, that line. Don't let what folks say about you count you out. They don't know what God knows. They don't see what God sees. They just see what you present to them. It might be a mess right now, but baby, my mess can turn into my message. So David here, we find David, he, he takes a position as leader. Um, this story doesn't illuminate his weakness, but it talks about his humility his integrity, and his strength, and his leadership abilities. And then Second Chronicles talks to us about Solomon. Solomon was the son of David. Amen? Uh, so we find um, th these two um, doing a great work for God. David had a good desire. He wanted to build a temple for the Lord, but that was not his assignment. Remember I told you God said that I have thoughts and I have a plan for you? That wasn't in the plan. Let's read real quick, and, and I'm, I, I think I just want to kind of touch over some, some important points here. Um, I, 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 is this helping somebody? Um, okay. So 1 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles recounts the history of the people of Israel from the death of King Saul, who always tried to kill David because he was jealous of David, because he saw the anointing on his life. Don't, don't let your haters scare you out of what God has for you. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, um, and so this, the, the Chronicles takes us all the way up to the exile of Babylon. All right? Um, let, let me see. Leaders, because we are all leaders here. David displayed leadership qualities by ensuring the ark was carried by the proper personnel. In this passage of scripture, David is reminded of a, a situation that happened. The ark of the covenant is what we're talking about. And the ark of the covenant represented the presence of God. And wherever the art of the covenant was, it was the presence of God. On that page, this thing right here is the Ark of the Covenant. It was made of wood, and then it had a gold overlay. And you see these gold poles. Is y'all looking at it, or y'all playing on your phone? I got, I got some folks that they're looking down, but they're they not looking up at where I'm at here. Um, but there's some poles on there, and you see at the end the men holding the poles. And so this was the proper way to carry the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God. We just don't handle the presence of God any kind of 
we just don't handle the presence of God any kind of way. There are some responsibilities. There are some requirements. And so David was reminded of a situation um, back when they first began to move the ark into its proper place. They had the the ark on a, a cart, and the cart was being led by an ox. And the Bible says that the the ox stumbled, and the ark, the covenant, the ark of the covenant, the presence of God began to tumble, like it was going to fall. And a man that was walking beside it decided, I gotta help hold up the presence of God. So he went and touched the ark of the covenant, and immediately fell dead. Let me say, get your hands off of stuff that don't belong to you. But what you talking about? This is mine. It ain't yours. The life you live, it ain't yours. None of us asked to be here. Did you ask your, your, your parents, hey, make me? None of us asked to be here. But God saw fit to, 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 to make it happen. I ain't going to go through all the, the, the preliminaries. Y'all know what happened. But, 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 but we're here. And it's by the grace of God. Because we could have died in the womb. We could have died on the table. We could have died on the way home. We could have died from sin. But we're here. And it's not on our own accord that we're here. Because none of us look that good. None of us got that much money. None of us is that smart. It's by the grace of God. And the life that we are living belongs to him. There's a scripture that says, my life is in your hands. It's interesting to me, and I I wish we could go and and talk to some people. But I would would like to go talk to people that have actually went through the process of committing suicide and actually died. I would like to go get them and talk to them. I would I would like to ask them, was that problem that you were facing that day that hard that now you can't even live to see tomorrow? I would also like to go talk to the people that, that attempted suicide and it has left them now uh, in a place where they can't walk, they can't talk, they can't move on their own. You know God can stop a bullet, he can stop some pills, he can stop some poison. And then just leave you as an as a as 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 a forty or thirty or sixteen year old baby. You sixteen wearing a diaper and we gotta feed you a bottle. Cause you tried to take come on, God is in control. God is in control. There's nothing too hard for him. If we have a problem, we, we, we got to see, if we have a problem, we got to take it to him. 
And when stuff gets messed up, we got to turn around and make it right. That's what David did here. So this man carried, tried to keep the Ark of the Covenant from falling, and he dropped dead. So here it is. David is, is, is having a second chance. Somebody say God is a God of second chance. God is a God of second chance. So David now has a second chance to get the Ark of the Covenant to the right place. So what does he do? He goes back to the book. He goes back to the law to read the instructions. And the instructions tell you there needs to be two people in the front and two people on the side walking beside it, carrying it by the, 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 the pole. Don't touch it. So he has this opportunity now to, to, to get it right. It says, David displayed leadership quality by ensuring the ark was carried by the proper personnel. As leaders in any capacity, especially in ministry, we can never expect to yield opposition um, optional resorts if the proper pieces are in, in proper places. We got to do things right. First Chronicles says, do, First Corinthians says, do all things decent and in order. In ministry, leaders should not have unfriendly persons. In ministry, leaders should not have unfriendly persons serving as ushers. Come on, y'all. Y'all can talk. Ain't never, ain't anybody in here an usher, right? Sister Vicky's an usher. Amen. She know it. Ushers, ushers are, they, they turn people off with the quickness. Okay? So we can't have unfriendly people greeting us. We have greeters. We have greeters. So our greeters can't be unfriendly. If you ran into one, let me know. Uh. Tone-deaf individuals can't serve as song leaders. Come on, y'all. I'm talking about putting stuff in proper place. Those lacking in knowledge of God's word cannot serve in teaching capacities. That's why it's important that our elders and our ministers and our evangelists and our deacons are studiers of the word. Our deaconesses, our mothers, are studiers of the word because you don't know when you're going to be asked to teach. Equally as important as making certain that one is called for the test is being careful not to defile God's word while operating in that capacity. This was important. This is an important lesson from, from this, this passage of Scripture. First Chronicles chapter 15, I do no protocol. First Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through um, 3, and then pick up at fifth, chapter 15 and do verses 14 through 28. But because of time, I, I've got to just talk to the house right now. That was important for us. That was on page 100. Pastor ain't that bright, all right? That was on page 100. Highlighted, amen, when you get home. Amen. Um, the other thing that is important for us to pick up here is that all of us must seek forgiveness. 
Romans 3 and 23, it tells us that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Let me say this, Evangelist, can you hand me that, that hanky right there? Let me tell you this. Your sin ain't my sin. My sin ain't your sin. But you best believe we all have sin. And you can't try to shame me for my sin without dealing with your own sin. God is the judge. His word is let the wheat and the tear grow together. And in the end, he'll do the separating. You trying to separate, and you got a big fat beam in your eye, and all I got in mind is a pole. How you going to make me remove my pole out of my eye when your beam keeps me from seeing my pole? And don't try to uh, uh, shun me or shame me because you think I have sinned. Can any of us see the heart of man? Only God. Just because you think I've sinned don't mean you should treat me any different. Because the Bible just said, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. This, 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 uh, oh, Jesus. Okay, I talked about that. I'm getting ready to go. David here. Uh, we see his leadership abilities in this passage of scripture. He 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 does what we have done. He has changed the way that worship looks for the people of Israel. He changed the way that, like 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 Apostle said, people are used to coming to service and they used to service being the deacon standing up and reading the scripture and the deacon sitting down on his one knee praying and mumbling stuff that you can't understand. Come on, y'all. I grew up in the Baptist church. I grew up in the Baptist church. And I remember them deacons back there up there praying. And I'm like, what they say? And then when I finally learned it, I started mimicking him. That's how them deacons used to pray. And we as kids and teenagers, we sit on the back row and we be praying right along with them, mimicking them, copying them. Making fun of them. But can I tell you? Somewhere in one of them prayers, something got a hold of me. 
somebody want them prayers. Something got a hold of me. I heard one of the deacons say, I just want to die a happy hour of death. Didn't make no sense, did <laughs> Didn't make no sense. Then I started seeing folks die in car accidents. Bodies mangled up, closed caskets. Got older. Start attending funerals where folks have been shot by guns. Closed caskets, because the way that people shot them, they couldn't expose their bodies and couldn't be seen. Heard a man testify that his sister did not believe in God, did not believe in Jesus. And when she died, she had this look of fear on her face. Closed casket because the family didn't want everybody to see the look on her face. So now I know what it means to want a happy hour in death. I saw Sister Lucy over there in the Allen Fremont apartment. They say, it's time. Deacon Gwen and I, who else was that? Me and you and Billy and Vicki, Mother Kimmons, ran over there and got upstairs, and Lucy was laying there. She wasn't saying nothing. She wasn't doing nothing. I said, Lucy, pastor's here. Deacon's here. We're going to pray and, 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 and release. You're going to be just fine. You'll be okay. Billy right here, Billy going to be okay. Next thing we know, she was gone. Just slept right on. I remember hearing my aunt testify how my grandfather died. When my grandfather got out the hospital, Luke, uh, he had a lot of fluid in his body. And his body was swollen. Ankles were swollen. And he had a lot of wrinkles in his face because of the medicine that they had been pumping in him. And, and my aunt and, and her, her boyfriend, uh, they were there at the house. And, and they said when he fell out the chair, he fell flat on his back. And they uh, saw the wrinkles leave his face. They saw the swelling leave his body. They saw his ankles go back from this to this. Well, what is that? What is that? The, the scripture said we'll go from mortal to immortality in the twinkling of an eye. Now, they didn't know what was going on because they probably had been back somewhere smoking something. They had no business smoking. And so they thought that they was on a high of a lifetime. But they missed the opportunity to see the glory of God manifested in their life as he comes to get one of his children. We have to shift the way we think. Shift the way we've been living so that it meets the requirements that God is expecting out of our lives. So David had to change what corporate worship looked like. Just like we changed it. When we read in Ezra, where they gathered the people together at the Hava River so that they could all hear the scripture at the same time so that they could all get a good understanding, we went back to altar call. We changed worship because really, if, 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 if it's truth be known, we should all be standing while I'm standing here preaching because I'm preaching the word of God. 
Back in those days, they stood when the word of God was being read. And they stood for hours upon hours upon hours. So we had to change corporate worship. It's okay to make changes. It's okay to make changes. We make changes here because we don't want people to say, I went to service today. We don't want people to say, I just went to church. I had an experience. Sister Barbara said that, that, that the prayer revival, it was an experience. She texted me a few minutes later and said, what time church start in the morning? That's an experience. Sister Ivy is back. An experience. Can I talk about you? She left and was gone and went here and went there. It was just church. I don't know where all she went, but she back, so it wasn't no experience. I'm just telling the truth, y'all. I'm trying to help y'all understand. Praise and worship. And I'm, I'm, we're going to get ready to do um, the Lord's Supper because we're over time. Praise and worship, verses 16 through 25. When you get home, read this. The music hyphens the experience, the excitement. The music elevates people's hearts and minds. And the music should focus our attention on the reason why we are here. I sent the minister team a message yesterday. I said, I want everything to align with the lesson. The call to worship, the scripture reading, the intercessory prayer, the worship songs we sang, all lined up to this lesson. Well, what was this lesson? This lesson, an apostle said this Thursday, is about true worshipers. God is not looking for worship because he got some angels that are doing that 24-7. He's looking for true worshipers. And we just don't worship him with our lips. Read your lesson. But we worship him with our heart, with the life that we present to him and the witness and the testimony that we give to others. Deaconess, can you get our communion? And she's going to come and stand right here, and I need you to stand. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, the Bible says as often as you do this, come right here, baby. As often as you do this, you show forth that you appreciate God for giving his son Jesus to die on the cross for your sins, you don't have to be a member of this church. You don't even have to have been baptized. You just need to believe that God gave his son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for um, what you have done, what you're doing, and we give you glory and honor, and we bless your name. Now as we come together to partake of the Lord's Supper, wash us thoroughly in the blood of the Lamb, create within us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us, that we may continue to be a witness, that we may continue to be salt and light in the earth, that we may continue to let 
men, women, boys, and girls know that you are real and that you have prepared a place for us, heaven, and you're going to prepare hell. And if we don't get it right with you, we will open up our eyes in hell. So help us live right, live holy, and live blameless before you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for being buried in the borrowed tomb. Thank you for getting up out the grave with all power in your hand. Thank you, Father, for now sitting on the right hand of the Father, making intercession on our behalf. We give you all glory, all honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. The cup represents the blood which was shed for you on Calvary. The wafer represents his body which was not broken. Come and let's receive our communion. Let us come. Take that back row. Come quickly. Come quickly. That back row. That back row, if you're coming. If you're not coming, that's okay. But if you're coming, let's move quickly. The body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We're going to commune together. So just hold on to it. We're going to commune together. The body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. The Brother Kimmins get one. Mother Harris got served. Deacon Gwen. Um, Sorry that we have gone over. Normally, we get out about one or five after on first Sunday, but God is shifting us. He's putting so much that we need to hear and say, thank you, Sister Vicki. Mother, you got yours open? Okay, amen. Thank you, Sister Vicki. She got hers open. Thank you, love. Amen. We're truly grateful to God. Um, I want to, we need to do the right hand of fellowship. I don't want to forget that. I want to give Evangelist Hardaway and Sister Barfield of the Right Hand of Fellowship. Um, you got it, D. Hallelujah. God is so good, isn't he? And he is so worthy of our praise. I hope and pray that you've been encouraged to live holy and to live righteous before God. That's what it's all about. Can't impress me because I don't have a heaven or a hell to put you in. I just don't want to go there. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Let us commune the body. Uh, this cracker represents the body which Jesus uh, was beaten, hung on a cross for our sins. Take a knee. And the cup, it represents the blood that was shed for us on Calvary. This is the only thing that can wash away our sin. And we got to believe it. Amen? Take and drink.
I want to make these two appeals. My first appeal is if you are seeking prayer because you're going through some things and you really need God's direction, I just need you to lift your hand because we want to pray. I want to pray. I see. I see your hands. I see your hands. We're going to pray. And then my second appeal is if you're looking for a church home and you, you feel like, hey, this is a place for me. This is a place that I can come and I can learn and I can, I can do those things that God has called me to do. I want to call this home. I want to invite you to come down here so that we can greet you and love on you. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together. Put your hands together and bless the Lord. Amen. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, put your hands together. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. So uh, some of those traditions we had stopped, that, that was the wrong thing. Uh, y'all remember we had stopped, we had stopped, amen. Yeah, it's, um, Elder is coming. She's going to get your name, and I want to give you the opportunity. Um, you can turn and face the church. Um, can you get the, get the I want to give you the opportunity. Give you the opportunity if you have
everybody working.